Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. We're back (laughs) for another episode of Damsels in Detroit. Um, I want to say this is episode 15. We'll go back and check. But that's the number we're going to go with today. So I'm happy because my dear friend Jamie is here with me today. And I've been knowing Jamie since like the seventh grade, right? Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah, a long time. And (laughs) she's just always been, you said I'm older. We're We're old. old. I was like, hold on, because it's only a year difference. But (laughs) um, she's just the sweetest person. And she has a really cool Mm -hmm. business right now. And so y'all already know. It's reading time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we go. Jamie Wadsworth is the founder of the gender-neutral fragrance line One Fragrance Co. Jamie's idea for her fragrance line was born when she wanted to wear some of her partner's cologne, but was worried that people would think the scent was too, quote-unquote, manly for her. She decided it was time for a change, and she created a fragrance that's for everybody and everybody, okay? <laughs> Jamie is a native Detroiter, and aside from being an entrepreneur, she also has a background in human development and family studies, having earned her bachelor's from Bowling Green State University. Jamie has a passion for both beauty and serving people in underrepresented communities and wants to bridge the gap between the two industries. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Okay, shake the nerves off. Okay. You know, okay. we just in here. It's just, <laughs> it's just you know, it's just us. We talk all the time. So, right. But Courtney's here, too. But, like, you know, Courtney's our friend now, too. So, right. it's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, question one. Mm-hmm. So, I just mentioned how you started your business after wanting to wear your partner's cologne. So, I want you to tell me the story. Take me back to the moment. Take me back. Take me moment. back. Okay. So, what was going on? Um. So, just to start back, like even earlier, my mom always had like this huge fragrance collection. Um, it was their tradition, my mom and my grandmother's tradition for my mom to get fragrance every year for Christmas since mm-hmm. she was five. So she's been like into it for a really long time, has a huge collection. So I was always kind of like fascinated with it, you know, so like how you play with your mom's makeup, maybe like I was in my mom's right. you know, collection. We were at Perfume Mania every weekend <laughs> and, okay. you know, so... But I, um, you know, present day, Jamie was like, oh, men's cologne smells really good. I would like to wear it. But, you know, like you said, like I was like, eh, people mm-hmm. kind of be like, why does she have on men's cologne? Why right. does she smell like a man or, you know, whatever a man is supposed to smell like? Mm-hmm. So I took a trip to the mall, uh, looked around at some fragrances for men mm-hmm. and realized that one, everything kind of smells the same. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, thought I was the only one that felt like No, <laughs> all of the men's cologne pretty much have like that. That manly scent with maybe like a few different notes thrown in here and mm-hmm. there, but like generally they all smell very similar. Thank you. So I was like, okay, notice that. Second thing I noticed that um, men's and women's cologne or like fragrances, perfume, whatever you want to call it, were like very gender specific. Mm-hmm. So like Jean Paul Gaultier, for instance, has a woman's body for the bottle of right. fragrance, and he, his men's cologne is the man's body. So like. That just puts you in the box of, like, this is what you wear if you look like this, and this is what you wear if you look like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. Second thing I noticed. (laughs) Third thing I noticed, like, when I got into, like, Instagram and thinking, like, maybe I should do a fragrance and just, like, looking at marketing. um, Nothing but white women. Yeah. Nothing but white men. You know, the the story. And fragrance is clear. It's a clear product. Anybody can use it. Um, So I think I just thought it was interesting that, like, black people or people of color um, just weren't shown in those ads. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I just was like, okay, time for a change right. for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> so one, let me make something that smells different for men mm-hmm. because I'm tired of men smelling all the same. Yeah. Um, two, let me create something that can work for anybody. You don't have to feel like you're put into a box. And three, like let's show people of color who are artistic or like whatever they're doing as they are, meet them where they are and show them in these ads for like a luxury market. So. Right. So what was the scent that you felt like you wanted to wear that you felt like people were going to be like, uh, what you got on, girl? What was it? Creed, I think. Yeah, it was Creed. Uh, okay. I can't think of the full name of it, but that was it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this smells so good. It's also like $300. But it's expensive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. Um, but yeah, an- another thing too, trying to make fragrances more affordable. Right. And like, you know, where people can just buy and yeah. try. You know. So what are some scents that you feel like people associate with men and then scents that you feel like people associate with women? Uh, women definitely floral. Mm-hmm. Um, men, they're kind of like that deep woodsy kind of smell. Yeah. Generally, sandalwood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it smells good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like we all love it, but like that is what we kind of. Yeah, you don't smell like that. We're like, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think women are doing like floral or like really sweet scents. And yeah, men are kind of like that deep woodsy, mm-hmm. almost. Not dirty smelling, but like you know what I mean. Like it's, it's like X, but not yeah, as like a intense. little bit more mature, X, right? You know, X A. Yeah, um, <laughs> and even like products like that, like men's body wash, like mm-hmm. they all have that general like smell. Yeah, it's man, this and man shampoo and man, you know, like okay, yeah. Enough. So so like when my mom would want to pick out colognes for my dad mm-hmm. and she'd be like, smell this one, smell this one. And I'm like, I don't they see the difference. The like you could get whichever, <laughs> whichever. one because It'll it work. doesn't matter. Yep. Um, there was only like a couple. I feel like, what did I buy Godfrey? I got him Gucci Guilty. Mm-hmm. That, one that one smells good. And then there was another one. Who was it by? It's like, it looks like a little trophy. Invictus. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, that one smells good. That smells different. Okay. But the other ones are like, what are why are you even spending this no. much money? Because they all smell the same. No, just but, keep that bottle. Right. <laughs> so can you talk about the steps that you took to create your fragrance line? Um, so just a lot of research and mm-hmm. seeing um what I could do within my budget because there's um you can go natural fragrances, which usually costs more and actually okay. requires like a liquor license. Like people don't wow. know that. Yeah, like if you wanted to keep it like a hundred percent like um like a certain type of alcohol you could use, like um grain alcohol whatever like it is you have to have a liquor license to Hmm. make so much so okay Okay. i'm like okay let's go the perfumers alcohol route but um pretty much just like a lot of research i bought a couple books on perfumery um i even paid someone for their services to kind of teach me how to like assemble fragrances Mm -hmm. um so that was pretty much the steps i took for that so and then how do you go about with like the packaging and like the labeling and things like that um just a lot of again <laughs> googling mm-hmm. um so like sticker mule does my stickers but obviously i have a graphic designer for that John right does that for me um same with the boxes like all of that like it's just like have someone do the design for you and then yep. find a company that can produce it for you okay so and then when i get my orders i pretty much assemble the boxes myself mm-hmm. put the labels on myself like all of that is hand done so and you're hand pouring them into the bottle yes i too. am <laughs> See? it's a very tedious process i was gonna but... say and that's why people should buy it mm-hmm. because it's handmade. Yes, it is. 
So your fragrance is gender neutral. Mm -hmm. So that means that everyone can wear it, as you said Mm -hmm. before. So what scents or notes did you choose? And how did your mission of like wanting to be inclusive play a part in the scents that you chose? Um, So I put in... So every the notes in my fragrance are uh, vanilla, sweet grass. There's a water note. There is papaya. There is allspice, and there's smoke. Mm-hmm. Smoke is um, one of those like really interesting scents that can like change something really a lot. Okay. Initially, I had amber in it, but I felt like that made it too a little bit too womanly. And okay. I was like, okay, let's take that out because right. it's changing like it's changing the whole dynamic of it. <laughs> so um, just keeping that in mind, I felt like it was light enough too, so that like. Even if you did have it on and you weren't like comfortable with it because it's not your normal kind of scent, it's right. not overpowering. So like you're not gonna be like, oh, what is that? Like, no one's gonna question you. So sorry, I'm it's okay. Dying over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> my lord. Okay, I'm back. So was it a, a trial and error process of really trying to get those scents like just right? Um, it didn't actually take that long. Okay. So, um, like I said, I smelled it for a while with the amber in it, and then I took it home and was okay. like, mm, that is the one thing that is, like, not working for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of composed, like, a scent initially, and then I tried to play with some other ones, but I'm like, uh, I'm not really feeling these. Or they smell too feminine, okay. I guess, quote, unquote. And I'm like, okay, this is something I would wear, but, like, not for my first launch. Like, maybe as a added-on item. Okay. I was like, okay, I got to have something that smells a little bit more masculine. Mm-hmm. So, or, you know, quote unquote, masculine. Right. So. So yeah. the name of this fragrance is, I forget. Enigma. Okay. <laughs> now tell us what that means. Tell us why you chose that name. So, you know, Enigma is like a person or um, an idea of just something that's just like different. Mm-hmm. Um, trailblazing is like what comes to mind for me. Um, so I just wanted it to be something that like. It's different for people. Like, right. like I said, men aren't usually wearing these scents, and women aren't usually wearing these scents that are more masculine. And, and some men might find the fragrance more feminine. So, like, I feel like it's kind of cool that you can experiment with this thing, this enigma of this a fragrance. enigma. <laughs> and it's just very, like, artsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you had your launch party in, mm-hmm. what was that, October, November? November. Okay. I got a great memory. (laughs) And it was beautiful. You looked great. And I loved how you had everything displayed. So how did it feel to have that party and just have everybody give you feedback? I know you were like running around doing a whole (laughs) bunch of stuff. Yes. Makeup falling off. Okay. Um, (laughs) But we couldn't tell. You know, that was the Jamie beat. It was okay. Okay. Um (laughs) I was really nervous. I think I overthink everything in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was no different. And especially, like, having my first event, I don't have any experience in party planning Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, My aunt was really super, super helpful in that process of, like, helping me out a little bit with everything. Okay. Um, So pretty much just standing there waiting on people to show up like yes <laughs> like are people gonna come also i didn't let anybody know what it was it was right. just like here's a graphic of like an announcement mm-hmm. of something that i'm doing that no one has any idea and i knew most people were gonna be like oh it's probably makeup or like a cosmetic line or lashes right. or something like that and i was like I, that was another thing i was kind of worried about i'm mm-hmm. like they have no idea that i'm doing this fragrance they have no idea that it's gonna be gender neutral right um so I didn't know what to really expect, but mm-hmm. it was cool. All my friends and family were there. And a lot of people that I really didn't even know. So that was, like, surprising, but very nice to be yeah. like, hey, y'all. 
Thank you for coming. Yes. And I was one of the people that actually got there on time mm-hmm. today. I mean, <laughs> Early. right. Can you, if you guys can believe that um, I was on time for something. Right. And yes, I got to help out a little bit. And I also got to be the first one to get a piece of chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that made me cheat my diet that day. I forgot I wasn't eating meat. And then you oh, all were yeah. eating chicken. And I was like, I'm so hungry, whatever. I know. And I took one bite and I was like, oh. I remember. I wasn't supposed to have it. Right, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you still look great, so it's fine. Yes. But I was just very proud to see all of your hard work. I mean, like you ended up telling me a little bit earlier what mm-hmm. it was because, you know, yeah, we, we talked. Right, we were working together and we talked. But, um, yeah, it was great. And I know what you mean about thinking that people were going to think it was something to do with cosmetics mm-hmm. because if you guys don't know, Jamie does makeup from time to time, okay? She's beat my face a couple <laughs> times and she does a great job. So you can book her Thank for you. that as yes, well. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just kind of stepping into, like, a new avenue mm-hmm. and not wanting to, like, put yourself in a box. Yeah. So, yeah, but it worked out. Thank you. If you had to describe the scent of Enigma in a few mm-hmm. words, what would it be? Or what would they be? Um, I would say unique, clean, a little spicy, mm. and like refreshing. Okay. so Refreshing is definitely the word mm-hmm. I would use for it. Because when I spray it, it's just so light. And it makes me think of, like, spring and summer. Mm-hmm. So, like I told you, I had it on a couple of days ago, and this lady literally stopped me and was just like, you smell so good. And I'm like, oh, thank you. My friend <laughs> has this gender-neutral fragrance line. She's like, oh, wow. So I'm like, yep, one fragrance go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I try to be like a walking um, billboard. Yes, thank billboard. <laughs> a walking sample. You know? And then you also have your shimmery mm-hmm. going on right now. So tell me a little bit about your your new product my new product um so it is uh, actually an all-natural scent and it's another super light thing my mm-hmm. thing is just really like super light things yeah um, i have a sensitive nose so okay. a lot of stuff really irritates me and so that's kind of funny that i ended up in this as well because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff i'm like i can't stand to smell it it's yeah. giving me a headache can't do it mm-hmm. so i try to aim for like my products to kind of if i can tolerate it then i think somebody else can mm-hmm. um so it is an all-natural scent that way you can apply it pretty much all over the body um not recommended for the face but still um, I do makeup, like you said, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times, like when I'm done with clients, I might put like glitter on them or something like highlight on their collarbones if they're like showing a little skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of just meshed my two worlds in that way, and I was like, okay, yeah, let's do fragrance and something cute. So, so you're also working at the lip bar too, mm-hmm. and I just want to know, do you feel like with you doing makeup and you working at the lip mm-hmm. bar, and now you have this fragrance like what have these experiences taught you as far as like the perfume and beauty world Mm -hmm. um not to take things personal okay (laughs) like your brand is constantly evolving Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just really just taking a step back and like I really love my job there but I'm also taking it as an opportunity to learn right business and like what it means to run a store because a lot of times I am in there by myself right um you know we are a really small team so just like just taking points of like okay Mm-hmm. this can be done better or I really like how this is run and like mental noting that yeah um I feel like I'm juggling a lot yeah <laughs> I feel like people might not know what to expect from me mm-hmm. um but honestly these are just uh, all things that I kind of care about and um, right I think they're working very well together right now like I'm in a really good space mm-hmm. so. they're all cohesive mm-hmm. in a way to me like I feel like you know, with you being at the lip bar and you being familiar mm-hmm. with their products, now you can incorporate that to when mm-hmm. you're working with clients and doing their makeup. Yep. And even maybe if you're building good relationships with the customers mm-hmm. in the store, you can tell them, like, hey, I have a perfume. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is what I do. <laughs> have you been able to have experiences like that? 
a little bit, but I'm technically not. Oh, not supposed to. Yeah. Okay. You know, it might come up in conversation. Yeah. But it stops pretty much there. Okay. Um, gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like they're not competitive. No, but. But I see what yeah. you mean. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'll just continue to um, be the hype woman. Yes. So it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> what are your favorite scents personally? Um, I really like citrus notes okay i like i'm really not a floor person mm-hmm. they can be in something and i'll accept it but like just kind of if that's the overall not a good choice for me mm-hmm. um yeah so citrus notes um i like wood notes i like some notes that are kind of funny like dirt and smoke make things smell really interesting mm-hmm. like they might sound gross on its own but like they kind of change the fragrance up and make it unique mm-hmm. um and i like heavy not heavy sense but like this like weighted like creamy kind of scent. Okay. If that makes sense yeah like, almost like vanilla but like something else Mm -hmm. so like something that just kind of softens it out a little bit Mm -hmm. um those are pretty much what i what you like what i go for so when you're going back to the smoke so when you're adding that to a fragrance Mm -hmm. how does that work because it's not a a liquid it's not something that you can just drop in no right okay so it well what it is is it is a fragrance note so it's like a synthetic smell of smoke if that makes sense so trying to describe that in the best way to like understand so yeah Okay, mm-hmm. so you can like buy it in like a little bottle, yep. and then you take like drops. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. And you just add how much or how little you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's like a whole little ratio that mm-hmm. you do, and then so um, the other process of it is so like once you have like your satisfied scent, like obviously, um, or maybe not obviously because people aren't into this yet, mm-hmm. but um, you make a very small sample size, and then I work with a larger manufacturer who does actually they take my scent and they duplicate it for me. Mm-hmm. So they send it back to me, and they say. This is what we came up with. Does it smell like what you initially sent okay. to us? Is it exactly the same? They try to recreate the exact formulas down to the drops, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So if I say, mm, maybe you added a little bit too much of this or something like that, like take this away, add more of this, send it back to them with the notes. They send you another thing to be like, okay, is this one better? Does this smell like what you want? Okay. So once you find it satisfied with the sample size sent, they duplicate it in a larger batch. That way I can send it back home. So I get it in like pounds. Gotcha. And then I assemble at home. Okay. So. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How does wearing a perfume or a fragrance make you feel? A little sexy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, edgy, depending on the scent. Um, or like s- soft and sweet. It really like, because just based off like what I typically go for, like mm-hmm. I feel like those are my three moods. Okay. Like scent. Um, you know, it makes me feel like I could take on the day. Mm-hmm. I wasn't having such a great morning or yeah. something like that. It wakes me up, like, especially like the citrus scents, like they kind of just freshen your day, wake yeah. you up a little bit, make you feel like, okay, I'm awake. I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty much how they make me feel. And are you somebody that sprays on modestly or do you spray the air and then walk through? I do both. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but like if I wanted to linger all day, I like, I'll spray and walk through so it gets on my clothes mm-hmm. and then I spray in like the po- pulse points area yeah. on my body so that can be like behind your neck your hands you can even go as far as like behind your knees like mm-hmm. different things like that so um and also I do have like a roll-on available too so okay. like I'll just take that some with me sometimes if I like want to touch up or if I feel like it's worn off so. yeah also, I fun fact I'll, oh. <laughs> if you do feel like let's say you put on a lot of perfume uh-huh. and you feel like it's worn off it probably hasn't it's okay. probably your nose getting used to it it's called like oh. olfactory like nose something um so it 
you kind of like trick yourself into thinking it's not there because you're so used to like smelling it. Like you ever walk into somebody's house and you're like, it has a certain yeah. smell, but like after a while it kind of goes away. Right. It's like the same thing. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I spray so much perfume mm-hmm. on, but that's because when I walk past, I want people to like know. Smell it? Yep. Yes. Um, that is just my thing. <laughs> I like when people yep. tell me I smell good. So like. It's all a preference. You know, it literally makes me like mm-hmm. when somebody's like, you smell so good. I'm just like, oh. Real recognize for real. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. So that makes a lot of sense because sometimes I'm like, I know I spray 20 places <laughs> on my body yes. and my clothes. So why can't I smell mm-hmm. it anymore? And sometimes then I'll, that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. And then like, I keep a roll in my, um, in my purse, but mm-hmm. it's not all the time the same scent that I spray in yep. the morning. So just because I feel like it's worn off, I'll just sometimes use that roll. Yeah. And, and sometimes I'm like, mixing scents come out really well too. Mm-hmm. Though, so do what you do. You're good. What is your favorite perfume? So before you got into the business, what was your favorite perfume? Uh, Burberry Brit was, I don't even know how new or old it is, but mm-hmm. when I got it, I wore it all the time. Okay. <laughs> it was a Christmas gift from my aunt, and I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing it all the time. And it was like, it was one of those scents that wasn't super, I'm not going to say it was masculine, but it just wasn't super like feminine. Yeah. So it was just kind of like really perfect for me. And it had that like creamy smell to it that I'm like trying to... Okay. Yeah, it was really, it was amazing. I still wear it though. I still okay. have it. So when I'm like, okay, I don't really want to smell like me. Like mm-hmm. now in my head, I'm like, my house smells like the perfume. Like yeah. <laughs> I walk in the door, like that's what I smell. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I love it still, but like, yeah, it's mine. Switch it you up. know, I can switch it up. So. Okay. My favorite ones. Okay. What about you? The Juicy Couture, the original one. Mm-hmm. So not Viva La Juicy. Okay. And I feel like people forget about this one, but. <laughs> It's the square bottle. Mm-hmm. It's like the liquid almost looks like a yellowish color. And then it has that like diamond looking top. I feel like, is it, is it called diamonds? <laughs> no, it's literally just called Juicy Couture. Okay. But I love that one because it stays on all day. All day. And it doesn't smell like childish. Mm-hmm. You know, because when yep. you think of Juicy Couture, <laughs> like, you just okay. think about the time period that you were in when you were wearing it. You know, rough time. And we all had those big old charm bracelets. I still have both mine. So I couldn't even tell you where mine went. (laughs) Another one that I used to really love as a kid because my mom used to wear it all the time was Mm -hmm. Angel. The one that's like in that blue star bottle. Mm -hmm. Or no, is that light blue? Angel light blue, right? I think so. Either way, like (laughs) mom used to wear it all the time. Mm And I remember as a kid, like, I was like, when I start wearing perfume, that's what I'm going to Right. And, like, now that I, like, would go out into the stores and try, like, try to get out, like, I just smell like my mom. Like, yeah. This is not. And I want to be my own person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was a, an experience mm-hmm. where I would just, like, sneak in always because I loved how it smelled. Yeah. Like, so that's funny because my mom actually was the person that had the Juicy Couture mm-hmm. perfume. And so see? I used to sneak in her room. Yep. And sometimes, I, if I go over there, sometimes I will still, like, see what she got going on. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> see if i want to add this to my wish list yeah. um another one i like is daisy mm-hmm. by oh, mark yeah. jacobs mm-hmm. the i still do like the first one that he came out with mm-hmm. and then there was the daisy dream i think the blue one that mm-hmm. i like what else do i have oh i've been really into like chloe perfume that makes me feel grown yeah um <laughs> because it smells good but it's not like too strong like a chanel mm-hmm. kind of perfume but that's it how just... i feel about like joe malone that's like one mm-hmm. of those like grown woman perfumes. yeah like when i got it and the lady was like explaining it to me i was just like oh i feel like yes. i got a job <laughs> like <laughs> so i was unemployed it. yeah <laughs> so i like that one and then of course yours Thanks. so yeah those are some of my faves but um, what's my next question for you? Hmm. Okay. 
So you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but you also, as we mentioned, have your background in human development and family studies. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when you went to college, did you go to college with an idea of like eventually wanting to be an entrepreneur or did you want to do more of like a social work kind of thing? And then that's why you chose that major or how did this come about? So growing up, I think we all were like, or I even to me, I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a doctor. Okay. And then my mom broke her ankle and we were in the back of an EMS truck. And I was like, Oh no, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. Like just like the smell of hospitals and just like being around them Girl. really was like that thing that was like, Nope. I even went on college tours and I was like, Oh, you know, I'm going to be a nurse or like something like that, you know, cause I feel like that's what your family tells you you should be or do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I ended up getting a job at, uh, as a summer camp worker when I was like 14 years old and ever since then I've like been working with kids okay so I actually went into school thinking that I was going to get a degree and come out as a teacher okay didn't happen mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sitting there one day in class and I was like no this is not for me I don't kids are crazy yeah <laughs> and I love children I still love children mm-hmm. um they are sweet they love me but I felt like it just wasn't quite enough for me like okay. I felt like I could do more and granted like as a teacher you touch these kids lives yeah um or you, you know you should be an impact to them but I f- kind of felt like I was babysitting at a point because I was early childhood too. okay so I was really dealing with like preschoolers and yeah I'm like I'm really sarcastic and I have like this kind of sense of and humor and it just wasn't it. flowing with it the wasn't children like, you know? so I was like okay I went and saw my guidance or what are they called? Counselors in college? Advisors? Yes, <laughs> that's the word. I'm like, I feel very far removed from school. <laughs> but I went and sat down with her and she's like, oh, well, there's this major called HDFS. Um, you could probably still finish on time. And I think it'll be like a really good fit for you if mm-hmm. you still want to do like some social kind of work. Okay. I was like, okay, cool. Got into it, loved it, met some of my best friends there. Mm-hmm. Like, we are still really amazing. They actually drove to my event. They both live in Ohio, came to see me. So Yay. I was really excited to see them. Um, yeah, and I just kind of, I guess, stumbled upon it a little mm-hmm. bit. But, like, once I was in it, I felt like, okay, this is the perfect fit. Okay. Um, it's such a broad study, but yeah. it also, like, it allows you to do so much. Right. Which can come, sometimes become a problem when you're looking for a job. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, like, that's just how I am. I like to try a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, this is perfect. Um, and I can still help any age group that I want to. So. so what makes you so passionate about that? Because that is a very emotionally taxing mm-hmm field and you really have to like enjoy it to even I feel like study it yeah so I feel like most people that end up in those fields have some kind of um background or trauma or it's like something they're related like um so a little bit about me without saying too much is that like I did kind of grow up in like these situations at home that weren't like the best right so just feeling like emotionally connected to it and wanting to help people that look like me Mm -hmm. or who have been through similar situations with me like I could have came out a totally different person from a lot of different things so and not to say I had it the worst but yeah if you're not like a strong person or like if you can't bounce back if you're not resilient um or if you don't have people helping you like along the way that are like hey (laughs) I'm over here come over here like let me help you out kind of thing you know people that care about you right you could end up being a whole different person. Mm -hmm. So um, I think I I thought it was really important for me to be that person for somebody else or like to eventually be able to be like, look, I went through that too. Use your story. We could figure this out. Yeah. You can do more. Like you don't have to be Mm -hmm. in this box, you know, for the rest of your life. So yeah. Okay. So (laughs) with your entrepreneurship, Uh talk about, I guess how that kind of the, the little, I guess, voice in the back of your Mm -hmm. head, how that came about, you know, um how I came out about like wanting to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. so 
I was in my field and when I graduated college and our program lost funding. Okay. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I hated my job anyway. Okay. Uh, like, to be honest, it wasn't, it didn't pay enough. It was, like you said, it's really, like, it's taxing on your emotional state if you're not right. pouring into yourself. Like, a lot of people who are therapists have therapists. Like, you kind of yeah. need it. Didn't have one. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like my job. Um, we lost our funding. And I was kind of in a situation where I was, like, going from job to job. And, like, it wasn't consistent. And I was like, I don't ever want to be in this situation ever again. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, kind of, like I said, just sitting on my couch one day and was like, I'm going to do this fragrance thing that I've been thinking about and never be in a situation again if yeah. I can help it. You know, right. so, like, I'm working for myself. And I don't think it's for everybody. Like, I'm learning that sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I can really do this some days. But, you know, I'm pushing through. Um, actually, just got accepted to a program hey. for, like, retail boot camp to help me out. So, go, like, Jamie. Go, Jamie. Go. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that's kind of how I got into it because I was in a situation where I felt like I had no other choice almost yeah. to be like, okay, you have to figure this out for yourself. Right. Um, you want to do this, so try it and just keep going at it regardless of, like, if it's hard or easy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Somebody that I just had on, um, Rayshawn, mm-hmm. was that last week or two weeks ago? I don't remember at this point, but she was just talking about how... I mean, being an entrepreneur is difficult and it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but because right now it's just such a glorified thing. Yeah. Like that's what everybody feels like they should be doing. And if they're not doing it, they feel like no, they're not getting work. anything done. <laughs> listen, <laughs> like bills have to be paid. Listen, I'm just not okay. there yet. And I'm okay with accepting right. like, it'll take time. Yeah. Like, it's a journey. Yeah. That's all. I just want people mm-hmm. to know. Like, honestly though, I could win the lottery and I'll probably still have a little job yeah, working at Target or yeah. something, you know, cause I'm not about to get caught up. Nope. I need <laughs> the money going all the time. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Cause stuff can happen. Yeah. Anything. I would be really paranoid if I like suddenly became rich. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. No. Or my money. So. Yeah. No, I think I would just stay in the house. <laughs> yeah. Just like, mm, <laughs> Ooh, can't go outside. Um, all right. So last question before the listener questions mm-hmm. is you want to work towards bridging the gap between the beauty industry and public service. Mm-hmm. So what are some ways you want to accomplish that? Um, really just I have a great idea for a facility mm-hmm. and I'll be able to share that soon. Someday. OK. Um, but really, I want to be able to show people that fragrance is a thing that yeah. like it's a field that most people might not think about. Um, and maybe get people interested in being apprentices or mm-hmm. like just working and, you know, having a cute little store that mm-hmm. they can come to. Um, so employing people that look like me. Right. Um, but also people or um, in my head, women, especially who've been through like traumatic experiences and maybe abuse or whatever it might be and employ them and teach them a craft and things like that. So making it a social pillar. Um, I want to be able to host like low to no cost funding at my facility at some point that just focuses on like the whole person and really celebrates each individual that walks through that door and just make them feel good, you know? So I love it. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. So we have two listener questions. So the first one is from JB does it better from Instagram. Hey, (laughs) so she wants to know if you have some new products coming soon. I do. But I'm really cautious about everything. Yes. So I actually have the, the bottles and everything ready to go. Okay. Um, but I'm th- thinking that it feels more like a fall product, so I'm going to okay. wait until the fall. Okay. <laughs> um, I have another idea, too, but I think I just need to do a little bit more research, too. Okay. Um, so, yeah, new scents and new products coming. So, okay. But probably not till late summer, early fall. So. You know, I'm just going to throw this out there. I mean, if you ever want to do, like, candles or something, <laughs> you know, a little something, something, you know, I'm here. I'm here I for you. I think really like the fall okay. project. 
You know, I feel like I'm a, like a little bit of like a psychic. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> I might be right. You might be. Okay. Maybe. We just gonna it's leave close. it at that. Okay. Well, now I'm gonna guess because yeah. I hate surprises. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna do that to you. We'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. <laughs> Off but yeah, new stuff soon. Okay. Fall 2019. Mm-hmm. Be ready, guys. Look out. So P is right from Twitter. Hi, Patrice. She wants to know what was your inspiration behind tapping into the fragrance market? Because she's rarely seen small business owners go that route. Mm -hmm. Um, I would hate to repeat myself, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) pretty much just like, you know, all the ideas, the lack of, um, what am I trying to say? Just the lack of showing people who look like us in these kind of markets. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just wanted to fill that void. I think that's a lot of things like that we are doing now with like different industries, like the beauty industry and um, expanding our shades. Like you see, like Fenty came out with 40 shades initially in their right. launch and now brands are trying to catch up yeah. and like, do the same thing. And it's like, but inclusivity is not a trend and it shouldn't be. Right. And um, there should be brands that have been, do- they should have been doing this. Exactly. But like, you know, since they won't, here I am. Right. Here you are. <laughs> So, um, you know, and just like I said, I wanted to change men's fragrances and women's fragrances and yeah. what they look like. And also, I really want to be able to show people who just look different. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it was riskier to do fragrance as opposed to trying to do like a gender neutral like clothing line mm-hmm. or what else? Could, I mean, anything, anything. could be. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, because, uh, and I'm very aware of this, that fragrance is something that you have to smell. You mm-hmm. can't quite smell it through the computer. Right. Um, so I'm just online right now, and I know that it's difficult for people to take a, you know, a, a gamble yeah. in buying something online like that. So, yeah, it was definitely like, but it was a choice that I'm like, this isn't going to be the only place I do this. You know, like yeah. at some point I will have this facility where I can have people come in and test and do mm-hmm. different things. So. Working towards it, working towards it. Yeah, but I feel like something that I like that you did is Mm -hmm. because the name is so simple, Mm -hmm. one fragrance Mm -hmm. color is already like intriguing. Like, what does this mean? And then the images that you've been putting out too on social have been very just well done one but also they're so artistic and just make you want to know more Mm -hmm. whereas sometimes I look at like (laughs) perfume commercials and there'll be like five women like running in a gown (laughs) running in gowns or something it's like what about this is making me want to buy you know and just like you said there's never any like I'm not gonna say never but Mm -hmm. very rarely are there like black women and black men in Mm -hmm. these fragrance commercials it's always like what's that girl name Kristen um Stewart, yeah. Twilight, mm-hmm. and she was like the face of Chanel. And I'm like, that's really wow. not making me want to buy anything because <laughs> no. boo. But like, so the idea behind like the brand name was actually like, um, well, one. So one people was like, it's just one fragrance. I'm like, well, technically, yes, right now, but right. that's not like where it came from. Yeah. It's the represent the idea of like one as togetherness, but also one as like individualistic. So being your own person, being a creative, whatever you look like, um, if you're really artsy and edgy, like that's mm-hmm. cool. If you're like laid back and whatever you wear, this is like a yeah. baggy t-shirt, like whatever, like I want you to feel represented. Um, and so like my imaging is, imagery is kind of like almost like secretive almost. Like, yeah. yeah. So I just want you to feel like, I don't really know who this girl is, but it looks cool. Right. And, like, and can... she's like shiny and yeah. glistening. And I too <laughs> yes. want to shine and yes. glisten. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, thanks for those listener questions, guys. And we have a few more mm-hmm. before we're done. So how do you want your company to grow in the future? 
you mentioned your facility. Mm-hmm. So what are some other ways that you want to expand? Um, facility, I really want to be able to, at some point, be able to just travel with my brand okay. and expose it to different markets and places, um, but also be able to be in these different cities or um, countries and, like, study the scents there, mm-hmm. um, whether that be the aroma in the air or like the food or you know just like how the lake smells i don't know but just like being able to like pick up on different things okay and just like kind of bring that back home and study um i want to be able to be i want you to go into macy's or you know wherever you shop and be like hey you know i know that girl that started that company (laughs) so yeah but i also just um feel like it's really important to have this fragrance company in detroit too yeah um, i was just in my interview that i just had the other day i'm like we often look for these, we feel like we have a void in Detroit. I feel like a lot of times, especially as native Detroiters coming up, we might've felt like there wasn't a whole lot to do as kids or like, you know, and I think we look to travel to like LA or New York or wherever just to have like fun or like get these experiences. But like, we can bring that here too. So I'm trying to get something that's like really unique and interactive. And, um, you know, fragrance is kind of like this old world study and we just go into a store hoping that we like something. Right. So, and I want to be able to like have people come in and kind of, be able to do their own thing in there too mm-hmm. so, yeah. yes I'm glad that you said about what you just said about the city mm-hmm. because that was a big decision for me as far as like wanting to stay mm-hmm. and like build up myself here because when I graduated like okay so I have the journalism and fashion degree right. and so in my fashion class people were like so when you go to New York or when you go to Chicago <laughs> or LA and I'm like that was irritating me because people were really trying to make it seem like if you wanted to do something creative you had to go you just had to yeah. go and I'm like well what are we telling these younger people that are in like DPS schools mm-hmm. or you know about to graduate from high school or whatever like you're trying to make it seem like this is just not the place to be yeah. but i really just feel like if you are determined and if you can get like a some people behind you mm-hmm. that are supportive or whatever you can make something happen for yourself anywhere it doesn't yep. necessarily have to be in these big cities mm-hmm. i mean detroit is a big city it is, and like i'm not trying to say <laughs> everything was perfect but it's not it's it's not as bad as I feel like people mm-hmm. try to make it seem. Yeah. So, yeah. Good old rebirth <laughs> resurgence Girl. in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to. But, you know, <laughs> I feel like I, we have a place here. Yeah. Um, and I think it's time for people to make their mark. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Boom. <laughs> okay. Well, that is a great segue into my next question, mm-hmm. of course, is what does it mean for you oh, to be I a damsel in Detroit? <laughs> uh, how could you not? No, I'm just like. <laughs> Uh, what it means to be a damsel in Detroit. I feel like you, Evan, have um, made a platform for women who are not necessarily underrepresented, mm-hmm. but have maybe not the biggest shine yeah. yet in like the city or in popularity, social media, whatever right. it may be. Um, and I've always kind of felt like that as a person too, like kind of like the underdog sometimes. Yeah. And so like just really being like, Evan asked me to be on her podcast. Like, you know, okay. like that shows that like for me personally that like, okay, this is working. People think your idea is great. Yeah. And um, other people, you know, like you, like I said, you're just creating this platform mm-hmm. that whoever you are, you're important. You are. You're, you know, your net worth is not your self-worth. No, period. You're good. Yeah. You know, so. And you got to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like that's what people, that's just what I want people to know. You're not going to start a business and then the next day you are a millionaire. Like no. that's just not <laughs> it. You're not going to start a blog and all of a sudden become an influencer. No. That's not it. Like, but like just appreciate your journey mm-hmm. and appreciate your process. And when things are supposed to happen for you, they'll happen. It's really so. just an evolution. Yeah. You know, like grow with it. 
Grow with it. Bloom where you are planted, okay? (laughs) That is the quote that I try to take with me every Mm -hmm. day, you know? Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, And then lastly, where can people connect with you on social and on the web if they want to buy some Mm -hmm. stuff? Where do they go? So my personal Instagram is Jamie N. Wads. So J-A-M-I-E-N-W-A-D-S. You can type in Jamie Wadsworth. It'll come up as well. Uh, My Instagram name for my fragrance is uh, One Fragrance Co. So O-N-E fragrance co and my twitter name is also jamie and watts so yeah and my website also is one fragrance co.com yes so. now what if somebody wants to get their makeup done okay you, know, just <laughs> 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 you can dm text me i'm not really particular about that okay um, email me it's all on my instagram mm-hmm. um so yeah just let me know my schedule's a little hectic so yeah i can squeeze you in booked yes and busy okay <laughs> like sundays are usually good two mm-hmm. days after work i'm always open to yeah stuff so i'm actually booked for two weddings coming up too hey, so yeah love i'm open it. to it so so happy well yes. thank you so much for coming no my problem. friend thanks for having me do you feel better do you yes. feel like okay <laughs> i'm good this is great perfect well <laughs> you guys my birthday is tomorrow Ooh. so I'm just gonna. It's okay. (laughs) I felt it. I know what you was trying to do. Um, so I'm just gonna say this now before I lie. Um, so next this weekend I'm having a thing, Mm -hmm. and so I plan on drinking a lot of wine Mm -hmm. at said thing. So I'm not gonna come in. <laughs> next Sunday, <laughs> because I just want to always be my best self when I'm in here, yeah. and I just foresee me not being my best self mm-hmm. next Sunday. So, is it Saturday, right? Yes. Okay, right. Because mm-hmm. it starts at seven, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um. So I hope to see. Well, those that know the deets, hope mm-hmm. to see you there. But um, yeah. So anyway. Um, thank you again for coming. Thank you for having me. And as always, guys, I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better. And we will not be mm-hmm. back next week. Mm-hmm. But the week after, the week. I got y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye.